Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name is Sunny. I am your host with the most, and with me, I have Caleb. Hello! And, of course, we want to welcome you all into today's episode. Before we get too far in, we do want to, of course, thank our patrons. So, a huge thank you, of course, to Austin Johnson, Salix, Kane, Martin, Damian, Zinc, Marshawn Jones, Master of Isa, Mr. Herbie's Witchcraft Remain 2022, Zephyrius, A.D. Aaron Gardner, Anthony, Leela, Appaloosa is a Floodgate, Dank Nugs, D- Dino Nugs, now with Dank DNA, Kevin Hugh, Mountain Man, Myth Oceanus, Owen Alvarado, Pig, Rudolph, Seth Oom, Sneaky Links, Chris Myers, MBT's Hard Leg, Ray Powell, Slaking It Up, Sunny Sweet, and Zyphorus. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. Just remember, if you ever want to make me read out something stupid in the intro of the podcast, it just costs $1 a month on our Patreon. The link is in the description down below. Also, if you would like to support the podcast at no extra cost to you, be sure to go ahead and click on our TCG player affiliate affiliate link down below before you shop. All you have to do is click on the link, go in, it'll take you to the TCG player homepage. From there, you can buy whatever you want on TCG player. Yu-Gi-Oh cards, magic cards, whatever you want. And when you buy them, you can buy sleeves even, whatever you want, sealed product, doesn't matter. Whenever you if you click our link to the TCG player homepage, from there on whatever you shop for and whatever you buy, automatically benefits the podcast for the cards you would already be buying so a huge thank you to all the people that have been doing that because it is not a short list people have been using the link and we really really appreciate it also if you want to go above and beyond be sure to go ahead 
and buy the playmat that we have for sale right now on imperiumduelist.com. Playmats are $60. It is a sweet design done by Abyss. Huge shout outs to her. All you have to do is click. There's a link to the Imperium Duelist website. It's under the playmat section all the way at the very bottom. So let us know if you buy the playmat and after the playmats are no longer on sale, we're keeping a running list of everybody that has told us that they've bought. And we're gonna go ahead and read off the list of everybody that bought and give a huge thank you to all of you. So with all of that said, if you want to find us on Apple or Spotify, go ahead and give us a follow, give us a rating. It makes a huge difference. It helps out algorithms and things of that sort. And if you're listening on YouTube, be sure to go ahead and like, subscribe, comment, give us your thoughts on the episode. Let us know what you think. Give us your input and tell us what you think about the topics on hand. Also, you can answer the podcast question of the day on YouTube. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at Top Cut Podcast. And as always, you can follow our Discord. The link is in the description down below. And now every Thursday, we are running the Top Cut Remote Dual Locals in the Discord server. So if you want to take part in that, it is free to enter. And the Top Cut of that does get invites to our invite-only tournament that will be later this year. The only time that we're not going to do the Locals is, I think, next Thursday... We're going to be out of town. We're leaving for the YCS in Charlotte. So we probably won't have locals that particular Thursday because we have to leave on Thursday to get there because we're driving. So other than that, though, I think that's it. Yeah, sounds like it to me. All right. So we do have a little bit of quick play news to cover. We have the name of the next two core sets. Well, one for the TCG, one for the OCG. Yes. So in the OCG... We have the name Darkwing Blast. This is for the set after... Power of the Elements. Yeah, for the OCG, Power of the Elements. Right. So this is going to be the second core set of 2022 for the OCG. Darkwing Blast is technically subject to change, but it will be released on July the 16th of 2022. It will contain new cards to boost existing themes as well as introduce some new themes. So... Time for some more Blackwing support. You know, I really think that that is probably what's going to be the theme of this set kind of like in phantom rage they had uh phantom knight support and raid raptor support yes so it might not be a ton of support but it'll definitely probably be something if i had to guess for black wings because i doubt they would do raid raptors twice in like three years oh yeah you know you know it's it's probably gonna be some black wings but now i'm curious what the new stuff's gonna be that's gonna be interesting all i'm gonna say is Get things like um, Vayu, which is already expensive. Get things like Bora the Spear, which are already kind of expensive. They're like Gale. three or four bucks for a common. Yeah, Gale the Whirlwind. Gale the Whirlwind. Get those because those are the cards that they're old cards that don't have necessarily the most printings in the world. But there's like superior extenders in the deck because they can special summon themselves for completely free. Well, nothing. The cost is that you have to have a Blackwing on field. Right. Yeah. Oh no, that's so hard to do in a Blackwing deck. Right. So, and they're super searchable because you have things like Black Whirlwind. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, also get Black Whirlwinds. I mean, yeah, it may as well. Now, I mean, it has a nice ultra rare printing. Now, if you're not, now if you're also not complete, you know, if you're also not, uh, if you're also, eh, tongue tied, if you're unable to get them, I wouldn't worry about it too, too much because they're well, most likely going to reprint a lot of that in there. E- no, they won't reprint it in the core set. They don't do reprints in core sets. 
Ooh, good point. Well, they pro- could do it. They could do it in an OTS pack. Though. Yeah, OTS pack. Maybe even do like a side set with some reprints in there. Yeah, they we'll could see. do that. Um, we could even see reprints and ghosts from the past of this stuff. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So just I would be aware and try to like go through your bulk at your locals and see if you can just pick some stuff up or like just and, get them as throw-ins on trades. Yeah. Or if you played circa 2000 what when the black ones come out circa 2000 well 10 play edison format yeah if you play edison format you probably actually i should probably go through my book when i get home i probably have a bunch of sure nope i got it all from you no you did okay <laughs> i already got it all from you but okay yeah when i was building black wings for edison i got it all from you okay never mind so sorry that nah, is cool Next, we have the next the name of the uh, description of the next core set for the TCG, which is Power of the Elements. This makes sense because, you know, this is the next core set in the OCG. So, you know, yeah. arriving August the 5th of 2022, which in current TCG terms means probably like August 19th. Well, probably September like 3rd. Yeah. Uh, a 100 card set has something for everyone. The latest core booster gives you the chance to unearth multiple brand new strategies and discover new cards for beloved themes like Elemental Hero from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, plus a complete line of Elemental Hero accessories will also launch alongside this booster set. Ooh, fancy. Yep, so this is like the playmat sleeves and things like that that we got for Magi Karibo and for IP Mascarena and things like that. Yeah. And it'll be like its own thing. We already have the artwork actually for this, but if you want that, you can go Google that. Yeah. So, and here's a set description. Unleash the power of the elements this summer. Uh, well, I already said about the 100 card booster, beloved elements of heroes, yada, yada. Um, whether you are looking to improve the deck you already have or try out new and unique strategies, power of the elements has something for everyone. Here's just some of what to expect. Brand new cards that will help you summon powerful Elemental Hero fusion monsters easily while utilizing Jaden Yugi's ace monster Elemental Hero Neos. Confound the competition with a new Earth Fairy type theme that excels at recruiting the best and brightest Earth monsters with strategies from the past. So that's the Vernalizer Fairies. Mm-hmm. More cards and strategies introduced in previous and upcoming sets, including the Grand Creators, Dimension Force, and more. So that's new Exorcister support and new Punk support. Oh, yeah. Oh, a, yeah. A brand new world premiere theme focusing on an unexpected type of monster. Ooh. Ooh, I wonder what that is. Okay, all right, all right. Let's take guesses right now. This is out of the blue, by the way. This is my first time reading this. Yeah. So an unexpected type with type capital T. Yeah. So what is a typing of monster that does not have much support? And this is power of the elements. Yeah. Okay, so my immediate thought is rock, but that's just due to... but. That's because I wasn't around when Anna Emancipators were gigantic. Right. We were just starting to get back into the game, yeah. and we didn't know about the meta, so we didn't even know what Anna Emancipators yeah. did. Um, I, I was aware of Thunder Dragon, so that's Thunder Support. Right. Aqua's has got it everywhere. Maybe Pyro Support? Pain 96, we're calling your name. Come on down. Yeah, man, maybe maybe getting some Volcano. Well, no, it's a new archetype. Yeah, it's a world premiere archetype. Yeah, but ah. Uh, well, who knows? We might get some Volcanic Support in there. That would be pretty nifty. Yeah. And more. Yeah. A complete line of Elemental Heroes accessories, yada yada. 100 new cards, 50 commons, 26 supers, 14 ultras, 10 secrets, and of course, 5 starlights. So then that'll... I think that's outside of the 100. Yeah, yeah. Something well, because, like because the starlights are all uh, just higher rarity copies of cards that are already in the set. No, there's always one legacy. Oh, good point. I wonder if this one, like... It's probably going to be Neos. 
Oh, please don't say that. A Neo Starlight? That would be so dog water. I know, but the whole set is kind of, you know, Neo support. But they did that with, they just did Stratos. They just did Stratos. Yeah. In what? Burst of Destiny? Yeah. I know. That's, no, don't, no, no. Maybe, mm. well, maybe, well, well, I might pick one of the Neo stations. Air Neos? Uh-huh. It won't be Air Neos. No, no. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, we don't talk about Air Neos. No, oh no, no. We don't talk about Air okay, Neos. Okay, but in all, in all seriousness, if I, if I was a betting man, I would bet, yeah, we're going to get a, a Starlight Neos. Uh, again, because the whole a lot of the new cards are based around cheating out the uh, Neos... Uh, Neospace infusions. Hear and, like, me out. Not having them flip back in the deck. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. They've already done a very special Dark Magician. Yes. They've already done a very special Stardust Dragon. They did the Starlight. Yeah. They've already done an Astral Utopia. Mm-hmm. What if it's Odd Eyes Pendulum Dragon? Hmm. I mean, it would make sense thematically. It would. It also doesn't sit right. Yeah, because it's a pendulum and those are gross. Yeah, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Okay, you're going to love this. Okay. We're going to talk about this in a minute, but we went to a case tournament this past weekend. Yeah. I played against a pendulum deck at one point. Technically, Uh it's a pendulum deck. DDD. Yeah. No, it's just straight up a pendulum deck. He had to explain to me how pendulums worked. <laughs> We've been back in the game for almost two years now, and that was my first time playing against pendulums in an actual, like, no, that, outside of Master Duel, like, in paper, that was my first time playing against pendulums since we got back into the game. All right. I mean, I 2 owed him in, like, 19 minutes, but it's the principle. His first turn was 13 minutes to end on an Ibiru token. Man, it'd be like it'd be like them hero players really spending two what six hundred dollars. Yeah, was six, the meme. Yeah, six hundred dollars just to enter on board of Nibiru token. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just I don't know. Uh, thematically, I also it probably fit. did it at the right time because I actually do kind of know how pendulums work and how DDD works. But I kind of just let him do his thing. But anyway, anyway, I'm getting off subject. But yes. um, I mean, thematically, it makes sense though, right? Odd yeah, pendulum yeah, dragon. yeah, yeah. No, I'm thinking, yeah, but I, I'm still thinking it's probably. I don't think they'll do Firewall because they already did a Ghost of Firewall. Yeah. Now, the only reason why I think they'll do Neos, the only reason, is Intelligent to the fact with the uh, Burst of Destiny, which was actual Stardust support. They had the Stardust Dragon. No, that was uh, Dawn of Majesty. Yeah, Dawn of Majesty. Thank you. And then the set before that, where they had the... Lightning Overdrive. Lightning Overdrive, where they had Black the... Rose. Black Rose Dragon support. Black Rose Dragon. Right. Yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, too. It does. As much as I don't like that, we're going probably going to get a Starlight Vanilla. I really don't think they'll do Neos. We'll wait and see. Because, well, do we really consider Neos his ace monster? Yes. I feel like it's Shining Flare Wingman. Um. It well, it's either Flare Wingman or Neos. It's probably Neos. Yeah, because in the in the later seasons, he almost completely abandons the other elemental heroes for Neos for the most part. The yeah. Old ones are just... Yeah. They are seen. But then they... How about this? Starlight 
malicious. That would be tasty. That would be kind of cool. That would be delicious, even. That joke was malicious. <laughs> All right. I'm so here for it. <laughs> we also have one card to cover. This is a new card from Power of the Elements. Um, this is Crawler Soma. This is a new crawler designed to make crawlers, you know, actually function. So, this is a level 6 earth insect effect monster. 2000 attack, 2500 defense. You can only use the first and second effects of this card's name each once per turn. 1. You can target one face-up monster on your field. Special summon this card from the hand, and if you do, change the target monster to face down defense position, but for the rest of this turn, the target monster cannot change its battle position. 2. During your main phase, you can reduce this card's level by 2 or 4, and if you do, special summon crawler monsters with different names whose total levels are equal to the levels reduced from your hand, deck, or graveyard in either face-up defense position or face-down defense position. It's pretty good. Yeah, so I think that it's actually pretty good for the crawler deck, but the issue is that it's in the crawler deck. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know if Crawler, I think they're all either level two or four, right? Yeah, they're all level two and level four, and they're all flip monsters. Okay, so there's no like level one Crawler that you can summon four of. No idea. Okay, because if there is, that would be crazy. Oh, yeah, no, no. Oh, yeah, no. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I turned Canadian there. Um. Oh, translator note. Its name is most likely derived from the soma, the large end of the nerve cell containing the nucleus. Cool. B- because I because I think I think all the crawlers are named after like cell parts. Cool. Cool. I'll be honest, the translator notes don't like just do it for me, you know. I think it's fascinating. I think it's utterly fascinating. Uh, utterly fascinating. And you know what? If you do, then somebody else might. Yeah, which is why I throw it in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So now some Master Duel news. Yep, we do have a little bit of news on Master Duel. They're adding new packs and new cards. Finally. We're getting all of the the stuff from Synchro Storm that we don't already have. So we're getting like Baron Fleur and all the speedboard support. Um, And it's coming in two packs. Uh, Roar's Mask. The description on is brand new archetypes. Storm into play. Get the Despia... Uh, that fuse with light and dark monsters, the magic key that work with that work ritual infusion summons like magic, and the gunkana that draw out exceeds monster effects. The gunkins. Yeah, the gunkins. It's kind of it's weird. It looks weird on my phone. Uh, the draw out exceeds monster effects of different material combinations. Cards that work well with the new monsters include included uh, cards in the pack: Despian Corarantis, Cor- the Iris Sword Soul, Starving Venomy Dragon, uh, Anti-Human Intelligence Messiah, and Dramaturge of Despia. They're both, like, okay. Yeah. The other pack, Beyond the Speed. The the Synchro Summon Specialists, Speedroid, Majestic, and Fleur have new cards. Combine them with the existing cards added to this pack that complement them to make a whole new Synchro deck. Cards included in this pack, Shooting Majestic Star Dragon, Crystal Wing... Crystal Clear Wing Synchro Dragon, Baron de Fleur, High Speedroid Clear Wing Rider, and Stellar Wind Wolfriette. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I'm going to be honest. I haven't even turned on Master Duel in like a month. Uh, Three weeks for me. Yeah. My thing with Master Duel right now is that honestly, it's just gotten boring for me. Um, I don't really just find a bunch of excitement in getting one anymore and like opening packs and stuff. 
I've kind of built what I wanted to build, played what I wanted to play. I've climbed to plat one, and it's just lost the excitement for me. Yeah, most for me, it's mostly just due to there not being a whole lot of new stuff. Um, the N slash R tournament was interesting, but yeah. I, but I, I, there was just nothing, no strategy or anything I was interested in. Yeah, and that was my thing. I, I just wasn't interested in it, you know? Um, especially because they banned all the fun ones. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, they also banned all the broken ones that would have just been tier zero. Yeah, which is, yeah. Which like, I'm, I'm like, that's cool. Pacifist, Generator. Yeah, but then I was like, oh, they also banned all the cool, all the fun, cool ones. Yeah, well, you win some, you lose some. You take yeah. what you can get, so. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, I was like, oh, I'll just build frogs. Nope. <laughs> nope. You got duped. Yep. They swapped them out on you. Yep, because Duke Frog is a super. Mm-hmm. They decided that frogs would be poison. Yeah, yeah. Expect yeah, because now you gotta hard draw them. Did you not pick up on no I, any of the puns? This is gonna be poison. Yeah, because you have to hard draw them. Poison oh. draw. Oh, okay. For a second there, I think I thought you didn't pick up on any of the puns, and I was like, bro. Okay. No, I, no, I caught them. I was adding to it. It's okay you didn't though because catch me it's okay it. because the people in the tournament are fighting like Ronins. <laughs> it's it's not totally awesome. No, nothing is totally. And awesome. you can't just substitute for anything else. No, no, you should have said, and you can't just substitute any of that stuff. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Listen, I'm doing the best I can on the fly. Okay. That was another frog joke. Yes, I know. Okay, all right. It, it was just bad. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, listen, I'm not saying you're wrong. Fishborg Blaster. There, we're done. There, we're done. Okay, we're done. I couldn't come up with the pun for him, so I just I just said his name. Okay, so with all that said, I'm going to do a quick ad read, and then we're going to tell you about the case tournament that we did, as, long, as well as a little bit of meta analysis and our thoughts on the meta right now based off of the case tournament. So, yeah. But real quick... We do want to tell you about our sponsor, ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are your one-stop shop to get everything that you need for all of your Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Digimon, and any other card game that you may be playing. You can buy singles, you can buy sealed product, you can buy sleeves, deck boxes, binders, play mats, and anything else that you need for any of these card games. As well, you can also get books, figurines, both painted and unpainted. You can get the acrylic paint. You can get everything that you need for all of your tabletop gaming needs. They also offer a great environment to sit down, hang out, play some video games and things of that sort. And they are wonderful. Please be sure to check them out at our description in the there's at the link in our description down below. And with that said, let's go ahead on and talk about our weekend. So this weekend we went to a 3v3 case tournament 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 tourney tournament at One Up TCG in Mendenhall, Mississippi. It's about four and a half hours for us, but honestly, it's such a cool environment. It's so nice to get out of our regular bubble and get somewhere a little bit different. So it was me, Caleb, and Trevor from Team Dark Arm Dealings. Their Super link cool. is in the description down below. Check them out. Super cool people. Our sister channel from our locals. They do a bunch of YouTube deck profiles and things of that sort for all these events that we go to. So I definitely recommend checking them out. And we got top four, which was really cool. Woo! Yep. I played Sortal Tenyi. It, it was TPPK. Nope. I, 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 I will say this once. I will say it a thousand times. I do not have the Brave Token stuff. It's too expensive. <laughs> Poverty. Not expensive. 
expensive with an S. I can't even afford the X. No, I can't even afford the X. So I have to go with the uh, Walmart brand S. I, I also cannot afford my X's. Rough. Yeah. Anyway. So, and Trevor played the Cybers uh, Eldlich with um, the, I think, was he playing the Adventure Package? Uh, yes. Okay. So Cybers Eldlich with Adventure. So overall, I had a pretty good time. Not just because we were, you know, winning, but also because I'm honestly enjoying this format a lot more than I originally was. I feel like the scythe lock is not as prevalent as it was at the beginning of the format. And I don't know if that's because people are oversiding for it. And so it's kind of falling out of the meta because people don't want to be playing something that they're being oversided against. Bruh, I only stuck the scythe lock twice. Yeah, and that's over the course of six rounds, you know? Both times because my opponent uh, only opened one hand trap and they didn't have um, the hand trap to stop the scythe. Right. So, I don't know. I was kind of okay with it. And honestly, the adventure package didn't feel really oppressive because Ghost Ogre is really good against the adventure package. Every, every time they every time they activated that faithful Ghost Ogre. Yeah, I mean, it really does. Ghost Ogre just shuts the package off. And I also noticed that I could tell when somebody was running the second copy of the uh, Continuous. Faithful, yeah. Yeah, Faithful. I could tell when somebody was running two copies because of the reaction whenever I would Ghost Ogre the first copy. Um, because they just be like, okay, cool, whatever. Right. Um, and the ones that didn't would just go, oh, and then send it. Yeah. They were a lot less nonchalant about it. Yeah. I think that the adventure package adds a little bit of dynamic to the format that we haven't really had in a while. Um, I didn't really play against it very much, but... I think, okay, so let's go ahead and do our round by round. Are you cool with that? Do you remember all your rounds? Uh, not really. Not not a whole, whole lot. But I do remember round, I very clearly remember rounds two, three, and top cut. Yeah, and then uh, top eight and top four. Okay, so let's, I, I remember my entire day round by round. So round one, I played against Dragon Link. He was a pretty nice dude. Um, You played against prank kids yes yeah so i was the a caleb was the b trevor was the c so i played against like i said dragon link um game one i went f- first yeah i went first and i made baron chi and i set call by imperm i set imperm in the middle column Rough. yeah and i had two hand traps in my hand so he normal safer activates safer. I ashed. Ooh. He activated chaos space. I baron negated. Ooh. He two for two. Yeah. He normal summoned a monster. No, he normal summoned safer, and I imperm the safer. Is what it was. There you go. Because then he, uh, I want to say he did chaos space afterwards. Okay. Can you do chaos space? With no monsters in your graveyard? I don't remember. Yeah, hold on. Let me let keep, me do a quick Google. Keep talking. I'll look it. I'll look it up. Yeah, so the point is, I stopped his first two plays, and he then went 
after he used after i used up my baron negate yeah you can okay. after after he used after i used up my baron negate and my imperm i still had call by and um chi chow yeah no, I didn't imperm this safer. That makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably I impermed something. He normal yeah. summoned something. I impermed, and then he activated. He definitely activated chaos base, and I baron negated it. And then he said, "Cool, talents," and I said, "Cool." You activated it in the middle column. It is negated because of imperm, and he said, "Oh, explicitive." Let's go to game two. And just immediately picked up his stuff and started shuffling. Keep in mind, he didn't say the word explicitive. Yeah, yeah. So he, we kind of went to game two, but at that point, it was kind of too late for him because I knew what he was playing. Yeah. So I sided right, but he just... I opened zero, zero interaction. Ooh. So I just let him go full combo to see quite what he was going to do. He built his board, and I tried to play into it, but there was no point, honestly. So we went game three, and game three, I went first. I went full board. He tried to play into it, and I mean... Just couldn't. Yeah, he was literally staring down Baron, Chi Zhao, Blackout, and I think I also put Berserker out there, and it was just... It was just oppressive. So, yeah. That's rough. It is rough. And, Caleb, I don't think you finished your game, because I think me and Trevor were done way before you. Yeah, because it's prank kids. They're going to try and win in time. No, I think it was less that they were going to try to win in time and more you were trying to think about what your opponent was going to do. Fair enough. Because I'll be honest, that's a matchup that neither of us really know super well. Yeah, because no, no, we don't know anyone who plays it outside of exactly Cam who we don't see very often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it was a... Um, so we went in round one. We go, to, we go to round two. I played the mirror. I'm not going to talk... Like, I'm not going to say that my opponent didn't deserve the win because he played it well and he he earned the win but game one he opened full combo i opened no interruption game two i opened full combo he opened lancia gamma Ooh! and it, the game was over so i mean yeah. what do you do yeah well you cry yeah, he had Lancia Gamma full combo. You just you just die a little on the inside. Yeah, there was just nothing I could do, and I was like, okay, Lancia Gamma full combo is fine until you have a handful of tenies. It's like it was like it was like two vessel three Adhara and something. I was like, dude, you know, like there's only so much I can do with about that. Yeah. Or like, whatever the hand was. I don't remember quite what it was, but it was not enough to play through Gamma Lancia. Yeah. So, it, that was just my game. And I think... I know Trevor won his, and you lost yours to... Also Sword Soul, Tenny. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, um... But it was, a uh, Three Axis. It was a more, it was a more Three Axis-based build. Well, our two opponents were playing the same kind of thing. They were playing the the punk package mm -hmm. so two of the z amen and one foxy tune yeah the part that initially confused me was my opponent uh made cherub yeah and i was like what and then 
activate effect, I was like, oh, as soon as you said activate effect, Cherub, it, it hit me. Oh, Water Enchantress. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay, I see where you're going now. Okay, cool. Oh, so your opponent was playing the adventure package. Yes. Oh, mine was not playing adventures. Mine was. Oh, okay, okay. It was basically Source Old Tenue, but with adventure. Yeah, and I don't feel super bad about losing to those guys because they ended up in finals. Like, they're good players. Oh, very good. Oh, very good. I, I could, just for me playing, I could tell that my opponent was... Very good. Very good. Yeah, yeah. So, they played very well. Um, my opponent opened the nuts both games, but it's fine. That's going to happen. There's variance in Yu-Gi-Oh. It exists. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Round three, I played against Eldlich. What did you play against? Uh, I believe round three was when I went up against um, Salad. Yeah, that was Salad. So, I lose the die roll. Only time I lo- lose the die roll the entire day. My opponent looks at their hand and goes, Normal Summon Nightmare Corrupt to I- Ibli. Link one into uh, Salamander Great Bailings. I get the Ibli. Then he passes. It's the first time I've seen that card in paper. Yeah. And so my brain just kind of locked. Vapor locked. And I was like, uh... Uh, uh, what do I do now? So I just kind of turned to look at Trevor. He looked at me, looked at my field, and just kind of put his hand on my shoulder and just go and told me, just play. Yeah. And it knocked the lock loose, and I was able to just go, okay, cool. He, yeah, Trevor, like, leaned over, because Trevor played during Eternal Format, so he's, like, he knows how the deck works. And he looked at Caleb, looked at the board, and went, looked at Caleb's hand, and Caleb's hand was just insane. Yeah. And he was like, bro, you're good. Just play. Just play your normal game. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I ended up just normal summoning. Uh. I think you just OTK'd that turn, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I ball sorted him for game. I just went. Uh. I don't remember what normal. I normal summoned uh, something made IP Mascarena. Cause I because at that point I was like I don't need a scythe lock. Right. I can just go for game here. And I just made ball sword and it was uh my board ended on ball sword. Uh. I clear Rust, Rusty. I remember rusty, you making Rusty. Yeah, Rusty, Brawl Sword, and I cle- uh, the uh, the Phantom Knight of Shade Brigadine in attack yeah. position because <laughs> I needed something in attack position. And I had uh, popped his, and I had actually at one point made um, uh, Break Sword and popped his Bailings with it. Yeah, yeah. And for those of you wondering why Caleb was playing Brawl Sword instead of Access Code, I don't have that. We, hold on, this is a funny. I yeah, want to tell the story. Yeah, yeah. This, that's why I brought it up. I wanted to do it. So us. we show up. We go to the counter. Um, we're we're working on getting our deck list, and I ask, hey, do you guys have a gold rare, premium gold rare access code? Because that's what I can afford. Right. They go, the guy who just walked away, who was right in front of y'all, bought, bought our last one. And we're just like, son of a gun. Every it game, was so upsetting. Every game that I lost today was because I didn't have access code. Not every game, but like every, it, several of them. Yeah, there were several games where... Um, had I had access code, I would have won the match. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how often it came up. Yeah. It came up like three times. Yeah. it It's ridiculous. It um, literally swung the game like three times. Yeah. Anyway. So, you know, attack direct with Boral Sword, attack direct with uh, right. Rusty, effect Boral Sword, flip the trap to defense mode, attack direct for game. Yeah. And then what's really funny is about the time you're finishing up your game one, Trevor had already 2-0'd his opponent. Yep. I remember the their B player, the guy that was playing Salad, looked at his teammate that was playing against Trevor, and the teammate was like, I don't know what to do. And his teammate just looked at him and went, I'm sorry, he's just better than you. Yeah, <laughs> just just to his face. Yeah, he was like, 
he's just better than you. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, hey, you know, it, it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and Trevor, Trevor 2 owed him really quick. And then after that, uh, for game two, the Salaman great player started doing stuff, and Trevor oh. plugged an Xbox controller into the back of Caleb's head and won the game. <laughs> Basically. Well, hold on. The first, like, three or four turns I played myself, literally, he went first, looked at his hand, and went pass. Rough. I was like, oh. Uh, I started doing stuff, but he had hand trap central and just... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he drew for turn. And, like, it, it was very back and forth for a while because he had hand trap central. And then by the time that the controller got plugged in the back of my head... Um, it was just turbo, let's go. Yeah, I had eaten through all those hand traps and still had all kinds of plays in my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he <laughs> he normal summoned... A, at one point, normal summoned a tour guide. He asked the tour guide... Special um, wielder linked to uh, going to Boral Sword, not Boral Sword, going to Rusty, Effective Rusty, Valor. Okay, cool. Yeah. Summon, other, uh, summon another monster, uh, Nib. Yeah. Um, I think at that point, so, okay, so at this point we're X1. We go into round four, which was actually the last round of Swiss. There's only 13 teams, but the concentration of good players was actually like really high. Mm-hmm. Multiple UDS topping people, multiple YCS, YCS toppers. Yeah. I mean, it's a really high concentration of great players at this lo- at this shop. So, we sh- we go to round four. There was a one hour delay between rounds three and four. We won't get into it here. Yeah, it, it wasn't really like something that we should be talking about, but it's, it's, it was a time rules dispute yes. basically. And it took an hour to settle, and that's why the one hour delay between rounds. Yeah. So, we they settled the dispute, and one of the teams that was in the dispute in round three. We actually played against them in round four. So I played against DDD. I don't know what you played against. Oh, it was uh Invoke Should All it was an Invoke Should All Dogmatica. Okay. And Trevor <laughs> played against Dino. So Trevor's match was over. I'm not even kidding or joking when I say this. Trevor's match was over in less than ten minutes. Yep. And he's like, and he, yeah, no, I, and I all reason why this because he turned to me and went it was like I have to pee. And he just got up and left. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's funny. I did not know that. So he just left you on your own for the Invoke Shadal match. I didn't need help. Okay. To be fair, though, you also did not finish your match that round. Yeah. So I played against DDD. He has a 13-minute turn one. And I nib him. Right before, <laughs> right before he's about to overlay the sixes, I nibbed him. He's just doing his thing. I read a car. I read a few cards. I got the gist of what he was trying to do, and I waited until I until I just felt like it was a good moment, and I nibbed him. So, and then after I nib him, he uses Necro Slime to make the spell Trap Negate, which I found out later was only on his turn, which makes sense. That's why I didn't negate all my stuff. So I'm just whole time I'm like trying to play around the spell Trap Negate, right? And I'm like, wow, this guy literally just never used the spell Trap Negate. That's crazy. And so I OTK'd him. The next game, he went first again, and I literally had, like, three hand traps and full combo. And I just hand trapped him to death and OTK'd. It was kind of funny. Actually, I didn't OTK. It was actually kind of grindy. I remember. I didn't have full combo. Because I ended on, like, I had, like, some tangy plays, and I made a Chi Zhao. Oh, I remember. I did normal summon Moyi, activate effect make uh, a token synchro off make chi Zhao, and he went um he i went chi Zhao one mo yi two mm-hmm. he said cool ash the mo yi 
Ghost Mourner and Moonlit Chill the Chi Zhao, which works because Ghost Mourner targets the monsters on field yeah. and does it, right? So I was like, wow, that's crazy. And so I did what I could. I hit him for I hit him for probably like four or five K damage and I passed, but he had no cards on field, no cards in hand. And so he top decked, pass, and then I killed him the next turn. Yeah. So it, it was really kind of interesting. But I I say his first turn was 13 minutes and it was, but the whole match was over in probably 25. Yeah. So um so like so like we were just like me and my opponent were just starting game two. I, I got game one when you turned to me and said we're done. Yeah, yeah. So um, so basically, I went. I won. I won the die roll. Went full board. Uh, he didn't have any hand traps. I was like, great. Went full board, whatever. Um, so then I scythe lock him. Only time I was able to stick a scythe lock. I was yeah. It was the first time I was able to stick a scythe lock that day. I was only able to stick it twice. First time I stuck it, I was like. I have no idea what this guy's playing yet um, at that point. And then he normal summoned Alistair, and I went, Scythe. <laughs> got him. Yeah, I was like, got him. Uh, <laughs> put him on better habit. Um, I let him search the invocation, and he just kind of looks at me and goes, Mystic Mine? Well, alrighty then. And I'm like, oh boy. And Chevra looks at me and goes, how many cards in your deck? I count 28. Looks at him. Cards in deck? 27. <laughs> and Charlie looks at me and goes, don't do anything. I was like, yeah. Yep. And so Caleb passed for like eight turns. It li- like it literally got to the point where I literally set my hand down and I would just take the top card my, during my draw, I just take the top card, stick it on my hand, pass. Wouldn't even look at it. There's no point. Yeah. Because you don't have the main deck removal. Yeah. But then I kept it nice and like, so I could see how many cards I had in my hand. And when I finally had six cards in hand, I looked at it and I had it called by... I had a uh, cross a designator. I set them, set a fog blade I had drawn at some point. And he's like, go. <laughs> go ahead. Just, just so I didn't have to discard anything. I was like, later I was like, I probably should discard the fog blade, but eh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, at that point, he normal summons Alistair and you fog blade that. So it's like, you know. Uh, and then later, he finally just goes, okay. He he uh, activates um, magical meltdown here and starts trying to do stuff. Right. He normal summons Alistair, activate effects. I go, Fogblade. Yeah. Cool, whatever. Um, he Hence the reason that your game took 30 minutes. Yeah, because draw, pass, draw, pass, draw, pass. My, my, yeah. my turns are, you know, we're going by quick, but he was just like, uh, draw, and he would think for a minute, and then... Yeah, but that's why me and Trevor finished way before you. Yeah. So, um, uh, he then later is able to make a Macabre using uh, one of my hand... Tra- using a Ghost Ogre I had used as the light target, right? Right. I fogbladed the Macaba. I mean, whatever works. Uh, and then the next turn, he activates something to pop a fogblade, and he reaches over and points at the fogblade, like he puts his finger on the fogblade that's, att- that's uh, currently negating his Alistair. And I'm like, is he about to make that misplay? And I could see him, and I could see the gears turn. He goes, picks his finger up and goes, that fogblade. Ah. I was like, ooh. Pick the right fog blade. Yeah, for real. He he almost picked the wrong one. Um, I got game one, and then game two, and then we started game two. Like I like we literally like I literally just he literally just started, and he turned over and said we're done. Yeah, yeah. He um, went, oh. round 
that was round four. So at this point we're 3-1 and we finished fourth after Swiss. We go to top cut. They cut to top eight, actually. Yeah. Which I was fine with. With 13 teams. Yeah. So we cut to top eight. And the team we played against was also 3-1. So we our we played against um I played against Flunder in top eight. And you played against Based. Yeah, it was based. So Trevor's game was again over in like 20 minutes because Trevor is a god. And my game wasn't much longer. Actually, I think my game was about even, it might have even been over first. Actually, both you and Trevor's games, literally your opponent scooped without revealing anything. And yeah, because both y'all went into game two. Yeah, we all three of us won die rolls. And I went full combo. My opponent goes, yep, cool. Game two. I'm like, that. okay then. So I go first. And uh, I don't remember what I did. I did something and he just negated it. And I didn't, couldn't literally do, couldn't do anything else. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think I e it and he ashed it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, pass. Yeah. He went full board. I went, cool, scoop. Right, right. So I went to game two without revealing anything. Right. Ooh, I got his goat because of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, that's why you do that. You know, like my opponent, I didn't know they were playing Flunder and all I did was side a gamma package. That's all I sided because I knew I was going second, right? So I side out like, one Imperm, one Ash, one Dragon Circle, one Ogre, right? Because it's like, I don't know what they're on, so let's keep a little bit of everything in, you yep. know? And so he he goes first. First thing he does is activate D-Shifter. And I'm like, here we go. I immediately knew what he's playing. And then he normal summons uh, Stry, Ash. And he's like, all right, um... After I ashed, he just passed. <laughs> or he set... No, he just passed. And I was like, all right, cool. I did what I could. I couldn't kill him. And I, actually, I couldn't even kill the Stry. Whatever he did, he just... I couldn't kill anything. Yeah. Next turn, he summons the Toucan. No effect. Overlays the Stry and the Toucan. Made Nightingale. Attacked for 800 made downward made zeus i said all right cool i looked at my hand and i went activate long yawn discard um discard whatever i discarded he says zeus i chained ghost ogre <laughs> so i destroy zeus wait did he zeus on resolution or on activation resolution of long okay i wanted to make sure yeah he, he zeus on this um after the token was summoned and then i Special, uh, or a normal. I was like, okay, cool. Normal Mo Yi reveal Ashuna. <laughs> you got him. Summon, summon Chi Zhao. And then I attempt 28. He, or no, I summon Chi Zhao and I summon something else. I think I had a monk. No, it wasn't a monk. It might have been like Chi Zhao Mo Yi or something like that. Yeah. Because I think I went, <clears throat> I think I went, make Chi Zhao, you summon, bring back Mo Yi. I was just like, let's just push for damage. Because he's on, like, he's literally on two set cards, none in hand. Ooh. So I was like, swing Mo Yi. He said, Book of Moon the Mo Yi. Swing Chi Zhao, Book of Moon the Chi Zhao. <laughs> I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Next turn, he goes Prosperity for six. Oh, no, 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 no. I remember what he did. He went, he didn't just, he had the Stry on board. He went Prosperity for six. 
get the map. He's like, do I just barrier statue lock you? No, I think the map is better. I was like, yes. He goes, map, activate map, activate effective map, ghost ogre. And that's when he just normal summoned the toucan yeah. and, did, and made the Zeus. And so, I don't quite remember. All I know is that he book of moon me twice. He was on zero cards in hand, zero cards in deck. And then next turn, I tried to go in for lethal, and he book of moon my Chi Zhao again because he top decked a third book of moon. And I was like, okay. Next turn, I killed him, and I was just like, you know. Yeah. We're just delaying the inevitable here. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I, I was just, I had the nuts. I just had everything in hand traps. So. Oh, yeah. So, my game one. I want you to keep in mind. Oh, and Trevor was done in like 15, 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I want you to keep in mind, <clears throat> this is my first time talk, to- topping, so I'm nervous and I'm tired. I'm prefacing this with mistakes were made. <laughs> oh, well, no, this is, we're still in top eight at this point. Oh, no, no, I made a mistake in top eight, too. Well, you scooped up before you could see what you were playing game one. Yes. So game two. Yeah. Game two, I, um, I'm trying to remember exactly what it, what it, uh, the, the, the big mistake I made. I learned. Okay. I remember. Now. Okay. So I knew he was on base. I was like, okay, cool. If I can just get a uh, token collector, whatever, I have full combo and I go make Cherubini effect mill war, uh, warrior rhino effect mill token collector. Look at my hand just to oh. stick it, a, st- make an extender. And I don't have one. Yeah. And I go, oh, activate Fusion Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, what? I was expecting an extender. And I was like, so was I. (laughs) So was I. (laughs) And then afterward, he asked me why. And I was like, listen, I'm not going to lie. I just kind of zeroed in on Token Collector and tunnel yeah. visioned and he's like oh right 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 he, he was the one who had said tunnel vision. i tunnel vision i was like yeah he's like oh man brutal he's like first time topping i was like yeah yeah i'm tired and nervous yeah <laughs> so Stakes were made whoops so we win top eight and we go to top four and at this point we've already secured we get a really cool play mat for topping we get invites to their tournament of champions that they do every year, and we secured a certain amount of prizing, however, like a couple boxes, whatever. Yeah. So we get to top four, and we're playing against like a really good team, two sponsored players, like three three really good players that I that I hold in high respect. So they, I lost the die roll, and I was playing against. He it was funny because he said. E-Telly? It was his first move. I was like, cool. And he summoned out a Nyan Nyan. Virtual World Nyan Nyan. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and then he looks at me and he goes, what deck do you think I'm playing? And I was like, either Swords Hold 10 year based. And he looked at me and he was like, really? I was like, yeah. Like, I don't know everything about the meta, but I know some things, yeah. you know? Like, like, I doubt you're actually just playing swords. I doubt you're just playing virtual world. Like you could be sure, but yeah. like I doubt it. And so obviously, then he starts doing based plays. You know, he normal summoned to three, went uh, Cherubini, went Water Enchantress, activate Water Enchantress, get right, activate right, uh, search Fateful, and activate Fateful. Uh, 
And then when he activated fateful effect to search. Oh yeah, because he goes, um, he said, activate fateful, set shade, summon shade. And I said, ghost ogre on the fateful. And he said, oh no. <laughs> and so he's looking at his hand, looking at his hand, trying to figure out what to do. He was only running one, apparently. <laughs> right. He was looking at his hand, looking at his hand, trying to figure out what to do. And I looked at him and I go, activate Nibiru. And he goes, oh no. Or maybe he linked off the... He, yeah, he linked off the shade for a Link Spider. A Link Spider. I was like, oh, I see where this is going. Activate Nibiru. And he was just like, oh, no. And he passed on. He passed right after. <laughs> and here's where I made my fatal mistake. Whoopsies. I went normal Mo Yi activate effect. Uh-huh. He said, ghost over. Look at my hand. Look at his feeling. I was like, dang. That sucks. Put my go- put my Mo Yi in the graveyard. Put my token on the board. He puts Ghost Ogre in his graveyard, and it's when he puts Ghost Ogre in his graveyard, because like he just like revealed Ghost Ogre in hand and activated it. You know, he didn't just put it straight in the graveyard. But like when he put it straight, when he put it into the graveyard, I looked at my hand. I was like, I'm actually an idiot. Mm-hmm. I could have stopped that. And he said, he said to me, he was like, You have call by in hand, don't you? I was like, Yeah. I do. And I just forgot that I had it. He said, buddy, I'm the world's worst at that. He goes, I'll have a four to get out loose on my board. My opponent will go nib. And I'll be like, dang, that sucks. <laughs> and start picking up my cards. And I'm like, I was like, yeah. I was like, I just, I literally just forgot I had the call by in hand. Nervous. Top four. Playing yeah. against a great team. Also tired. Yeah. So. I, we talk about it afterwards, and he was like, yeah. He's like, if you called by right there, he's like, I literally just scoop because you have full combo. He's like, it's literally the end of the game right there. That exact moment is the end of the game. So, yeah. And then I, I lost that game because instead of being content with my Nibiru token, I mean, instead of being content with my Nibiru I started trying to make more plays happen than was necessary. Yeah. I should have just hit him for, hit him, killed the token. Or maybe I removed the token somehow, hit him for 3k, whatever, whatever happened. Yeah. And I didn't. And I really overcommitted. And he nibbed me. Oh. And then when he went back to his turn, he just went combo. And then game two, I did a couple of misplays. I went first, and for some reason, I'm looking at a hand of Moi, Moi, Ashuna, and a couple other cards. Oh, oh boy! And it was like it was like Moi, Moi, Ashuna, Ghost Ogre, and something else. And he go, <clears throat> and for some reason, I specialed the Ashuna. There's no reason behind it at all. And then I normal summon Moi, activate Moi, reveal Moi, and he ogres my Moi. So at this point, I'm staring at an Ashuna, a token. That I can't do anything with. I can't link off the Ashina. Because I have the token on board still. And the token locks me out of link summoning. And I cannot figure out for the life of me. Why? Why I did that. The more I go back and like. we talk, Again we talked about it afterwards. And I told him. And he was like. Yeah you should have done that. 
and we ended up in a simplified game state again. And I had another Nibiru on, or no, I had the, he killed Ashina and the token. And I, I nibbed him again. <clears throat> and he, cause he made Boxy and shuffled him. And I nibbed again at like, uh, after later on in the combo. And so I was on, I had just in a Biru and I'm looking at my hand. I've, oh, Deskbot. That was the last card of my hand, Deskbot. Deskbot. Cause I went, I'm looking at him like, I can just hit with the Nibiru. He has an open board. And I normal summon Deskbot, made Hulk, activate Hulk. And he goes, he leans over to the guy you're playing. And he's like, he used Deskbot to make Hulk. What is he doing? And his guy, the other guy was like, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, I got this. He's like, what is he going to summon? He already used his Deskbot. And... The other guy was like, he probably either Ash or Ogre. And I summon Adhara. And he was like, oh, Adhara is a really good summon right there. And I link off. I make the monk. Activate Adhara. Make Ashen. Grab Ashuna back for my banished. Er, did something. I, I got Ashuna back in my hand. Activate Ashuna. Summon Vishuda. Um, link them off. Make a shaman. I think I've got one card in my hand at this point. And instead of using the Vishuda to bounce something and pushing for damage that way, or whatever, I've I proceed to Tenny. I proceed to Shaman, discard the last card in my hand, summon back a Mo Yi that I can't activate because I have nothing in my hand. And he did me. And I'm like, this is the end of the game. <laughs> I just I don't know why. I don't know if I was nervous or if I was tired. Or if I just wasn't thinking straight, but my line play in that top four match was terrible. Yeah, it it happens, man. Your top four match was weird. So I'm so the guy I'm up against, I learned later has gotten like top four to YCS and a couple other things. Multiple UDS tops. Yeah. Great player. Yeah. Really great player. Trevor Comer, if you don't know, if you know who that is. Yeah, I win the die roll, go first, do my thing, he stops me. He tries he tries to do his thing. He, I stop him, and it's just grind, 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 grind. And it, yeah, literally. Okay, so the play we're about to talk about happened 30, 30 minutes. minutes in. 30 minutes in. So I, so at this point, I don't remember. His, uh, all he had on board was... A DPE and... That was Fogblade. An adventure token. And an adventure token. Um, And I was like, I think I have lethal. And I start doing my thing. Uh, I pop the Avenger token, make Brawl Sword. No, no, you left the Avenger token on board. It was yeah, on board yeah. in Battle Phase. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I pop. He had some other stuff. I popped, and I went enter battle. Brawl Sword attack DPE. You can't. And I realized I skipped a step in my combo line that would have popped the DPE in my Fog Blade. Right, because we. Okay, so at this point, Trevor had already won his match against Eldledge. I had already lost my match against basically the pile. And it's, so a we're mirror. Both, it's a mirror, by the way. I don't yeah. think I mentioned that. And we're both trying to help Caleb so that we can win. And we both, when he goes battle, attack, and he goes, you can't, the fog blade. We both went, I thought you saw that. Caleb has a DPE on board that's already been used. Here's the thing. I made 
like here's how I, here's how because in my mind I accidentally skipped a step. The step I skipped was because I had a uh, two I had um two level threes. I should have made I was supposed to make breaksword effective breaksword to pop the DP and himself, and then I get back the two, and then make portal sword. I just mentally skipped that. Right. I doo-dooed all over myself. Yeah. It and what's crazy is you left the level threes on board because you wanted the extra damage. No, no, no. I didn't leave them on board. Oh, I thought you left them on board. No, no. I had, uh, I had a, uh, I had a level, f- uh, I had a level four that was used for my other, that came off of my That was other- later in the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, I, I didn't have them. I couldn't make break sword. Okay. So this, all this happens 30 minutes in. They're chipping away each other's life like a thousand at a time. Not even. Yeah. Life at this point is like... 26, 36. Or like, like yeah, I think at that point it might have been like 5k and like yeah, I'm, 4k or something yeah, like I'm that. Yeah, I'm up on life at that point. And I make that horrible error. And then we continue grind, 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 grind because, you know. This game ended... Keep in mind, in a 3v3, it's 50 minute rounds. The game one ended 47 minutes in. Yep. So we start game two. We side with each of us side in like 30 seconds because we know exactly what we're siding. I go first. Um, and he just goes, I'm sorry. And just shows me Ash, Ghost Ogre, Lancia. Lancia. Just I shows thought, I think actually you just made Cherubini. And sent, activate Cherubini, send a PK, and he just lanceed you there, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just went, also, I have Ash. And I was like, oh. And we just ended the game right there. I was like, oh, yeah, you got it, man. He, and after- he's, at this point, he's up a game. And you can't make Verte, even, because you're going into time. No, 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 because I didn't have an extender in my hand. I Because I sent... Um, well, you can't make Verte anyway. Yeah. Because you, you, you can't pay 2,000 life points Ex- three minutes before we're done. Yeah, exactly, because then he can just kind of do his combo line and it's going to take full of the full three minutes. Yeah. And I lose. So it was a weird situation and we all missed that. But realistically it happens and it's just something we have to accept. Yeah. We, I made misplays. You made a misplay. You played the rest of the game really, really well. Full credit to you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that at the end of the day, we played really well overall. Um, we ended up, like I said, top four. We got we got invites to the Tournament of Champions. We got play mats, and we got a ton of extremely valuable experience heading into this coming weekend. So this coming weekend, we have two regionals, one on Saturday, one on Sunday that we're going to do. And then between the experience from this weekend and experience from this, this past weekend and this coming weekend... It'll give us a ton of meta experience going into next weekend in Charlotte. So yep. I'm really excited for that. I'm gonna let everybody know now. We're gonna do it. We're gonna post this episode and we're gonna post an episode on Friday. On this coming Friday. We're gonna try to do some meta analysis on next episode and actually break down the meta, not just mm-hmm. do a tournament report. Yeah. And after that, we're gonna take a break. 
So because you know we went to Mendenhall this weekend, we're going to Mendenhall and th- New Orleans and, next weekend. Yeah, this Saturday, and then that Sunday we're going to be in New Orleans, and then we're going to be in Charlotte the next week. Yeah, so like just an idea of how much travel that is for us. I'm still working fifty to sixty hours most weeks, so we're gonna get. I'm gonna get off late on Friday night. We're gonna leave at four thirty in the morning Saturday. We're gonna be in Mendenhall for ten a.m. for the regional. We're going to get to, we're going to finish that regional, drive to my sister's house in New Orleans, spend the night there, be at the regional in New Orleans at 10 a.m. Then we're going to go from there. We're going to do that regional. It's So it's four and a half to Mendenhall, two hours and 45 minutes from Mendenhall to New Orleans. So that's already seven hours, let's just say, for easy math. In one day. Yeah. And then Sunday... We're going to be five minutes from the venue, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Or we're like 15, but whatever. 10, 15. We're, we're going to be in town, so it's not going to be far. Yeah. We're going to go from there. We're going to drive all the way home, which is another four to four and a half hours. And get home at like midnight Sunday when we normally record. Right. And then we're going to have a full, like a full run. We're going to have our, we're going to have a week of work. And then Thursday night when I get off work, I'm taking off Friday and Monday. Thursday night, I'm going to get off work at like 7 p.m. Then we're going to drive overnight through, straight through the night, get to Charlotte probably about 9 or 10 a.m. hopefully on Friday. We're going to go pre We're going to get food, pre-register for the YCS. Hopefully meet some people who will be there Friday. That, that'd be super cool. Yeah, we're going to try to hang out Friday for like a few hours. And then we're going to check into our Airbnb, try to catch a nap. We hopefully might be able to work out some really cool stuff with some other people there and have a really cool episode for you. And then we'll play Saturday and Sunday. And we're going to leave Sunday night to come back and get back like noon-ish, noon, one o'clock on Monday. And we're going to try to, if we don't record Friday evening, then we're going to record Monday and have an episode the Tuesday after the YCS. So the Tuesday after the YCS is going to be a big episode. It's going to be our regionals report and our YCS report. And that will be our 100th episode special. Yeah, boy. So be ready for that. And gosh, I think that that's it. I mean, I hope that everybody understands that why we're taking a couple episodes off and realistically, we're it's just because we're super busy for these next couple of weeks. And you know, we're going to be exhausted. Right, right. So shoot. <laughs> yep. Our podcast question of the day last time was, "What is a card that you think is entirely too cheap right now?" So we had some great answers on Twitter. We had people, Auroradon is only $6 when the entire, like, it enables the entire Hauk combo when Hauk is like 70 Yeah. Uh, Lullaby of, of Obedience is a cool tech card that can void Brave as well as getting an Ash for an interruption or a tuner to start a combo. Um, Underworld Goddess of the Cursed World is still actually not crazy. It's like 25 which is not, really not as bad as it could be. Oh, yeah, compared to other stuff. Yep. Uh, Draco Back the Rideable Dragon is pennies, which is cool. Uh, we have Lava Golem, which is a pretty cool two, uh, 
gets rid of two monsters off your opponent's board and those are still really cheap and then out of the discord server we had some pretty cool answers we had uh some a lot of the dt reprints seem really cheap for how unique the rarity is um i agree i think that armory arm out of the dt set the new hidden arsenal set is way too cheap that card is so good way way too cheap oh my god yeah and then we also have Cupid Pitch for what it could be. Uh, I know it's already pricey, but I bet Ash Blossom keeps climbing in price. That's very true. Um, the DTDD Crow, the near mints are only $8 for DTDD Crows, the old ones. I might have to pick some up at some point. Yeah. They're that cheap. <laughs> yeah. Crossouts are still really cheap. They're like 20 to 25. Uh, they're like 30 now. They're like 30, which is still too cheap. Yeah. Oh, definitely. East sold. Um, East sold is really cheap. It's not really expensive considering how much it enables. Nightmare Corruptor Ibly is really cheap. But yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of cards that are still really cheap compared to what they enable. You know. So, so today's podcast question today is: I want to know what deck do you think will get a surprise top at either the regionals this weekend or the YCS next weekend. I want to know what that deck is that nobody's expecting to get a top that could just come out of nowhere and get it. Similar to how Dino did this past weekend at a Pennsylvania regional. 700-man regional and Dino got sixth place. That's crazy. Nice. Yeah, that, 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 is, that is crazy. Or how like at that one, what was it? Well, YCS Vegas, uh, Plunder yeah. Patrol topped. Yeah, yeah. Or what was that one, was it Germany or Dutch or, the, or uh, Dutchland? I don't know. Dutch, Where- Dutchland is Germany. Oh, where um, <laughs> that's what they call it in Germany. Yeah. Where uh, where uh, topped. Oh, that was Netherlands. 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 Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that we could see some cool and interesting tops. So I want to know what deck you think could top out of nowhere. So be sure to let us know on our Discord and on our Twitter page, and also be sure to check out the TCG Player affiliate link in the description down below be sure to check out our patron be sure to check out us at Top Cut Podcast check out our Discord server it is a really fun and cool place be sure to check out our playmat on Imperium Duelist check out Team Dark Arm Dealings and of course check out ETB Games so thank you all so so much for listening to today's episode of the podcast be sure to tune back in on Friday for another brand new episode and in the meantime have a great week everybody take care everybody Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.